Hi guys, welcome to the Mood Treatment Center podcast for mindfulness. We just wanted to spend a little time introducing ourselves as we begin this journey with you guys mindful, mindfully. Um, my name is Kelly Joyce. I'm a therapist with the Mood Treatment Center. I currently work in the Greensboro office as well as the Country Club office. Um, we also have offices at Polar Road in Winston-Salem. We have offices in Clemens. Um, and so you can go to any one of those places currently. I'm sure we will expand more later. We'll have lots of other places for you guys to be going. Um, so as we dive in, um, I'm a therapist who works with trauma, anxiety. Um, I love mindfulness, talking about in the moment, working on relationships, just utilizing, you know, my person in the therapy room to kind of support other people. I will introduce you now to Kelly C. Um, yes, there are two Kellys on this podcast, but I'm sure you'll get very good at distinguishing the two of us. <laughs> <laughs> or will they? <laughs> um, hi, everyone. My name is Kelly Camellia. I am also a therapist with the Mood Treatment Center. I am based solely in our Greensboro office. Please come say hello if you find yourself there. Um, I specialize in um, childhood trauma specifically and the results of childhood trauma. I use a lot of mindfulness in my space because it is such a wonderful tool to have in our toolkit. Um, I also work with depression and anxiety. I work with um, things like bipolar as well as psychosis. Um, and anything else that really comes across my way. We're all jacks of all trades. We are jacks of all trades. Um, that being said, I also like to utilize my person within the space to help provide support and work with a team with my clients and getting them to their goals. Uh, so please do come say hi if you find yourself here. And without further ado, we're going to move on to the non-Kelly in the room. I'm Carolyn. Um, I also work in the Greensboro office with Kelly. Canelia, Kelly, the second one. Uh, what they didn't tell you is that they also both work with kids, which is super important. So if you're listening and you are under 18 or are listening and you've got kids, we, they're both rock stars at that. They just didn't say that for themselves. Uh, I... I feel like, ditto, I do all those things too. I'll work with folks uh, with all kinds of mood disorders and specialize in um, trauma using EMDR and brain spotting, uh, which both have a ton of mindfulness components to them. And so I'm excited to bring that to you. And I also work with folks who are suffering from drug addiction to drug and alcohol or families uh, where someone in the family system is addicted and how addiction affects the family, um, or if you've been in recovery or not been using and really exploring the core issues under that. Um, so come check us out. Uh, but what now what are we we're talking about mindfulness right yeah this podcast is all about mindfulness so we just wanted to like i said earlier spend some time introducing you guys to what mindfulness is some of the things we'll be teaching you um and how that's gonna go so mindfulness such a buzzword lately i don't it's know so trendy overused a little <laughs> bit um so a lot of people come so in we're jumping on the overused train by bringing <laughs> you a podcast about it <laughs> people come in and I, you know, joke with them about that, how it's overused, but it's, 
you know, I, I, my hope is that it's coming to a little bit more of the Western world because it's so helpful. And, you know, obviously it's being used here more. We yoga, like all this kind of Zen chakra stuff. Um, that's been helping people for thousands of years. And now that it's in the West, we're like, Oh my God, we found this thing that people have been doing for a very long time. And so I've often found, you know, in the space with my clients, (laughs) the word meditation scares them away. And so it's been funny because, of course, meditation is not mindfulness itself, but they're so closely related. And so I often, you know, I'll be like, okay, so when I say this, I mean this. You know, I use mindfulness in the sense of helping people understand that, hey, there's this idea of meditation, which is like, woo-woo, and <laughs> Buddhist, and Eastern, and oh my gosh, it's this philosophy. So I'm like, no, we're not going to look at that. Let's go to mindfulness. Let's breathe. Which you you're know? already doing anyway. Exactly. And people are like, wait, it's breathing? I'm like, yeah, we're going to learn to breathe today. And it's funny how people get connected to a label. And I know that, you know, I found myself doing that as well at points because, mm-hmm. yeah, we have these ideas of what this is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. And then we remove the label and look. It's often way less scary. Yeah, and even, you know, beyond breathing, which, again, even the idea of focusing on breath um, is anxiety-provoking for some people, mm-hmm. you know, how can we just notice those things? Um, there's so much judgment. We live in this world where it's kind of like, do this right and do that and look this way. and you get it wrong. Right? You're, we, we have all kinds of comparison and comparison. Comparison. See, there it is. Wrong. Comparison. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's noticing. <laughs> All kinds of comparisons (laughs) and, you know, mindfulness really allows us this opportunity to, to notice that, even to notice when we are judging ourselves and when we're judging ourselves, we're judging ourselves. It just keeps going. And how can we step back from that and begin to just kind of live presently with ourselves and our, you know, our current bodies and where we're at. So ladies, what is mindfulness to you? And gentlemen. Oh. oh. Well, I, I mean, I was addressing you too, but yes, ladies oh, and gentlemen out there. She was addressing us, so look. See, judgment. <laughs> I feel so judged right now. So mindfulness for me makes me just think about how to live in the present moment. What do I notice about myself? What do I notice about the space around me? And if I'm in the present moment, where a place I try to be, I can't be worried about the past or stressed out about the future because I'm in the moment that I'm in. Yeah, so much of, um, you know, just our general symptoms of, you know, we use the word diagnoses and things like that. We throw all that around, but just general struggle from day to day, whether it be, um, you know, we label it as anxiety, we label it as depression, um, whatever we're kind of using to label it, so much of that struggle comes from, um, not living in the present moment it comes from worrying about how did I do that? Did I do it right? I just talked to that person. Why did I say those things? Right? We, we reach into the past and we try to analyze everything and we can't do anything about it. You Heck know, done. already gone, you know, but then you put it, but then I'm tripping on my words already. Look at this guy. <laughs> um, you layer that idea of presence, mm-hmm. the present moment. And I know that for myself and some of my clients, that is anxiety-provoking. It's like, but I can't quiet my head. How can I be in the present moment? There's all this stuff, and these things are going on. And, oh, my gosh, you know, what? It, how? This is so hard. Yes, that's, the, that's it. It is. It is not easy. Our minds are not built to be quiet 
no. and be present all the time. Right? right? They're, they're built to analyze, exactly. uh, to put things into categories, to judge them. Like, we have all these mechanisms in our brains to just kind of do that. And so, you know, the opposite of looking in the past is looking in the future. And, yes. like, what might happen? What's around the corner? What What is tomorrow going to be like? All of those things. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and I think our brains are built to be in the present moment, but we're so conditioned. It's true. Fair. That we, it feels like, how will I ever do this? It's so unfamiliar to just let my brain be still. And it's totally possible. It can totally happen. It just takes work. And in the beginning, it feels like, I don't know if this will ever work. And so the only way to do it is to do it. Yeah, practice. Come along this journey with us. And that's why it's called a practice. Because it's not about perfection. It's about progress. It's about building a skill and building new neural pathways because that is happening in mindfulness we are creating new neural pathways in our brain Mm -hmm. we are creating something new for ourselves so we build on that like working out like building a muscle it's the same idea so Mm -hmm. it takes time it takes noticing and it challenges us to not judge where we're at yeah and i i like to think about like what what's a neural pathway right and so i like to think about it as these different, like a trail system in my brain. My trail system to worrying or anxiety is like a super highway. I can get there in a second. I know how to drive on it. I know the exits. I don't even have to think about it. I can be on autopilot to anxiety. And with mindfulness, I'm practicing. I'm building an off-ramp, an exit onto a different road that I haven't been on before, or maybe I haven't been on it in a really long time, and so I need to like clear it out of the way. I haven't been this way, it's new, but it's gonna be slower, it's, it's a different exit, and it's not the superhighway, which also means sometimes when I'm traveling, I just take the road I've always known, and I skip that new exit because I hate that way, and it's about next time just trying to take the exit again. Yeah. And as you're talking about, right, like these things get learned over time. Like if we think about when we're little or any little children you've ever come in so in, in association with, um, they are like the most mindful creatures, right? They're like only living in the present moment. They're putting all kinds of things in their mouths. They're exploring their environments. They're looking around. They're very engaged. You know, they cry when they need something. And then they start to learn, right, how to kind of be maybe anxious or to pay attention to those other things and so just to remind yourself that this is a basic thing you know to be in the present moment is kind of how we come out Um, we let we are so excited about learning new things and gathering new things and so to think of this as you know so just something new and if this is new or even if it's not to you you know bringing to it that kind of youthfulness that excitement of like how can I engaged in something for the first time and let it just kind of be absolutely and there's a there's a phrase and maybe we'll touch upon this within our podcast Mm -hmm. stay tuned and you'll see but there's the idea of approaching the world or looking at things around you with a beginner's mind and so it touches on that idea kelly of where you remove labels and this is this is kind of advanced in practice i mean i invite anyone out there listening to try this but you know, you remove labels of the things that we've learned, and I'm talking something as basic as a tree or a plant or something that's around you that you just see it and you automatically know the name. Well, in a mindful space of noticing, 
When you look at something with a beginner's mind, you start to notice things that you haven't seen since you were a child when you first discovered this. Yeah. And so it's so important to make that connection of this is how it was when we were kids, when we were born, when we were first experiencing the world and experiencing these new things and adventures all the time. So I love that you took it that way. Yeah. Thank you for highlighting that point. Yeah. So we just want to make sure that, you know, you guys understand a little bit more and maybe some of me why we're starting to do this. Um, So, you know, we want to bring this to not only our clients to have a free, you know, easy access guided mindfulness, um, because some of these things are expensive. Some of these things, you know, are hard to come across. It's hard to know which one to do, you know, which one to follow. And we definitely explore and encourage you to explore um, other ones and, you know, what kind of fits for you guys. Um, But we wanted to provide something that could be helpful to learn these skills, not only for our clients, but for other people as well. So join us, follow us back here. We're going to try to post pretty regularly um, with different guided things, tips and tricks, and we will try to talk about why we're doing this as we go along. If you have any questions, shoot us an email, call us at the Mood Treatment Center. Um, We'd love to hear from you. Yeah, you can access us at um, moodtreatmentcenter.com. You can look up our name specifically. Again, that's Kelly Joyce, Kelly Cornelia, and Carolyn Rifkin. Um, So you can direct contact us directly through our um, contact page, find our names individually, and it'll send a secure email to us. Um, Other than that, I have no more information to provide that's useful, so I just want to say thank you very much for joining us in our little uh, introduction to this Mindfulness Podcast. We do hope that you enjoy what we have to offer and that you're able to take something away, and we look forward to providing great information, and that's all I've got. Thank you very much, guys. (laughs) Stay tuned. We'll be um, posting uh, soon with our introduction to breathing and paying attention to breath. Thanks, guys. See you soon.